Welcome to the Amazing App Show for Microsoft business applications creators who want to build amazing applications that everyone will love. Hi, I'm Neil Benson, and my goal on this show is to help you slash your project budgets, reduce your delivery timelines, mitigate technical risks, and create amazing, agile Microsoft Dynamics 365 and Power Platform applications. In this episode, we're answering another listener question. This time, it's from Dan Madden, who sent me this question. Hey, Neil, how are you? This is Dan Madden, Program Manager at Ascensus. Love the podcast. I wanted to take the opportunity to feel a question out with you. So basically what I wanted to see is our number one question for using Agile approach for business applications is it's really still largely an IT concept. It kind of falls on deaf ears in the business. So I guess my question to you would be, what's the best way to help bridge that gap between the business and ultimately end users? Thank you. Keep sprinting. Thanks for your question, Dan. How do we bridge the gap between IT and the business and our end users when building Power Platform and Dynamics 365 apps. I've been really lucky to be involved in business applications projects for probably the last 12 years or so, since I've been using Scrum, really, that have been led by senior business stakeholders, where there hasn't been that that gap that we hear about between business and IT. That's not to say there hasn't been some tension or that it's been a, you know, a picture-perfect relationship like some of the made-for-television romantic comedies. I hope that all your projects have had a close relationship too, Dan. I'm going to give you the benefit of the doubt and assume that they have. So you're asking this as a hypothetical question for the sake of our community or perhaps for a friend of yours. Here are a couple of characteristics of the projects that I've been involved with and the applications that we've built that have minimized that gap that has damaged so many other projects. The first characteristic is strong product ownership. When we're building business applications with an agile approach, there has to be a strong product owner who's got the full faith and trust of our leadership team to make the best decisions that will maximize the value of the application. That's never been an IT leader or a contractor hired by IT or consultant. It's always been a leader from the business organization. The seniority of that product owner is usually a reflection of the scale of the application. Building a power app for a small team or department needs maybe a mid-level manager from within that department to act as the product owner. Deploying Dynamics 365, maybe finance and operations to all your business units worldwide will require a more senior leader, probably from the finance department. Second characteristic is business sponsorship. In my projects, the product owner has never been the business sponsor. The sponsor is the person, more often an executive committee, not just one person, that makes the go or no-go decision and approves funding for the application. I don't think, at least the best business apps, I don't think, are funded from the IT budget. If they are, then the project sponsor is usually the CIO, and that's where cracks between the business and the IT can begin to form. Number three is the product goal, which was introduced formally in the 2020 Scrum Guide, but which we've always had on successful business applications projects. It's the vision for what we're trying to build. 
A product goal should be a business-focused statement of the outcomes we're expecting from our business application, not just on-time, on-budget delivery. That's a project management goal. If it mentions the technology department's APIs instead of the business team's KPIs, then we're in trouble. If it describes the benefits that our end users will get instead of our developers, then we're on to a winner. The fourth characteristic is massive stakeholder engagement. And I found that there are two great opportunities to ensure our stakeholders are are involved. And that's the backlog refinement and the sprint review. During backlog refinement, we're uncovering the details of our end users' requirements. So it makes perfect sense to have them in the room. I usually refer to them as subject matter experts and they're volunteers from across the business who care enough about solving the challenge that they invest the time to help us understand their requirements. The subject matter experts and any other business stakeholders who want to should also be invited to the sprint reviews. That's their opportunity to provide feedback on our team's progress towards the product goal and influence the product owner's prioritization of the product backlog before we begin planning the next sprint. The best sprint reviews are led by the product owner rather than the developers or the scrum master. And that's another signal that this is a business project rather than an IT one. This level of stakeholder engagement should also extend to acceptance testers, change champions, data stewards, and application trainers. It's better if all of these roles are staffed by people who work in our business teams instead of the technology organization. And lastly, the fifth characteristic is claiming the credit. Or, But when the project to build our new business application is successful, who gets the credit at the end of the day? If your product owner's manager can announce that this project was a success because of the leadership provided by the product owner and the service provided by her partners in technology, whether that's internal IT or your Microsoft partner team, that's a clear sign that you don't have the gap. I want my Dynamics 365 and Power Platform projects to be an amazing professional experience for my developers who have become a high-performing agile team and also for my product owner. In business applications projects, our product owners are often first-time product owners and I love to see them return to their business teams with an expanded understanding of the organization, new leadership skills, and maybe even a promotion or a new role within the organization. Dan, those are my five characteristics of business applications projects where there's been a true partnership and no gap between business and IT. You can get show notes for this episode at customary.com slash 019. I'd love to know what else you've seen that contributes to successful relationships in the delivery of amazing business applications. How do you ensure there's no gap in your projects? You can let me know by leaving a comment on the Amazing Applications Company page on LinkedIn. Follow the page and you should get notified when the next episode is published. Then scroll down until you see the post for this episode, bridging the gap between business and IT and joining the conversation there. We've got a few more Q&A shows lined up for February. And then I'll be doing another season of interview shows with business apps builders just like you who have built amazing Dynamics 365 and Power Platform applications and they'll be sharing their stories with us so we can build on their success. If you've got a story to share, it's not too late. You can visit customary.com slash guest. Until next time, as Dan Madden reminded us, keep sprinting.